with me to Psalms 91. We're going to read it. Um, this week I was walking. I got to drop off Jude early at preschool, and I had an hour. I worked there at the preschool, and I had an hour to spare. I dropped him off early before I worked, and so I decided to take a walk in the neighborhood. And I was walking and praying, like I often do, and uh, I was just looking up at the sky, and I seen, you know, the clouds, but they just represented just these huge feathers, just these huge wings in the sky. And um, then, obviously, I heard that scripture, um, and that's what the message ended up being on. So let's read this. It's in Psalms 91. It says, Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust in him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and your protection. I'm going to stop there. We'll um, continue in a minute. But you never really think about God as having wings, do you? <laughs> but he, it says in this word that he has feathers and he has wings. And um, really, it's an example of you being under his covering of protection. You know what I mean? When you're under someone's wing, you're pretty close to them. And it's covering you and it's sheltering you from, you know, rocks or from whatever darts might be trying to be thrown at you or from whatever is trying, you know, trying to come against you. When you live in the shelter of the Most High and you make Him and His presence your abiding place, it's as if you're hiding under the shadow of the Almighty. You're hiding under the shelter of his feathers and his wings. And um, as I was walking there, man, the presence of God is all over me. Um, as I was walking in the neighborhood, um, you know, I had these huge wings on top of, you know, in the sky, just kind of covering me as I walked. And, and um, the Lord just started speaking to me that scripture. And I started just pondering on, because I've been through a lot of stuff, but it's just like nothing moves me, nothing I mean, yeah, you know, you get emotional about things that you go through sometimes, but no, like nothing moves me from who I am in Christ and from what I believe and just nothing detours me, nothing gets me off. And I'm not being prideful here, but I've contemplated why so that I can help others that go through things as to why are you so strong or why can you go through this and stay, stay you know, on with the Lord and, and still believe him and still this and that. And it's really, it, it comes down to that, that I make him and his presence my abiding place. You know, that, and really, by doing that, by continually going into his presence on a daily basis and making sure that I'm living to please him on a daily basis, makes it makes you be in his presence. You know, when Adam and Eve sinned, they got out of his presence, they got became shameful, they wanted to cover themselves with something other than his glory, or you could say they got out of that shelter of the Most High, they came out from the covering of his wings, and they felt ashamed, they felt embarrassed, and they were being targeted by the enemy. Now, just because you're in the presence of God doesn't mean you're not going to come against some trials, because the enemy is trying to kill, steal, and destroy in this, in this world. But 
when you live in the shelter of the Most High and you're covered by the shadow of the Almighty and by his feathers and by his wings, you're in a secret place that he can't get into and it just drives him crazy. So he's going to keep trying, but he's not going to win. And so that's my, that's my answer. The Lord started revealing to me, this is why. This is why you can continue on no matter what comes, and it's like bounce back. You know, it, the enemy tries to throw a dart, and yeah, it might hit you, or yeah, it might kind of affect you. Like, oh, man, you know, kind of give you like a jerk or whatever when, when something hits you, and it's kind of just out of nowhere or whatever. Things that you encounter in this life. Because the enemy's trying, he's going to try to trip you up, especially if you're serving God and doing God's will. He's going to try. But he's not going to succeed if you make God your shelter, if you make his presence your abiding place. And God just started unfolding this to me. I'm going to continue on. So he will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and your protection. Don't be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrow that flies by the day. Do not dread disease that stalks in the darkness, nor disaster that strikes in the midday. Though a thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and look how the wicked are punished. If you will make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. I'm going to break this down in a little bit, but I just want to run through it first. Um, Those are just a lot to take in in just this one passage. For he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you don't even hurt your foot against a stone. You will trample on lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. And that kind of was accentuated to me. He never said that there wouldn't be trouble. So he says it right there in his word, I will be with you in trouble. So there is going to be trouble because there is a devil on this earth. But we don't have to fear because God's near. He's with us. Amen. I will reward them with a long life. And give them my salvation. All of that is yours. If what? Go back to the first verse. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest under the shadow of the Almighty. He will rescue you from every trap, protect you from every deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. All, everything I read in Psalms 91 is a promise to you if you'll keep the Lord and his presence your abiding place. That is your dwelling place. This is where you walk. This is where you talk. This is where you live. This is where you abide. This is where you stay. Paul said, I pray always. And he was shipwrecked, mobbed, left for dead, thrown in prison, and not just one of each thing. Probably numerous times those things happened to him. So that, you know, that's considered trouble. (laughs) But the Lord promises if you keep him and you keep abiding in him and in his presence, he will shelter you, he will cover you, he will deliver you from trouble because he'll be with you. He says in his word, he says, 
This was his plan. I will walk with them. I will dwell with them and among them. I will be their God, and they will be my people. God's plan for man and for us as his children was that we would live and abide and desire to be in his presence day in and day out, morning, noon, and night is how Adam and Eve lived. They lived in the glory and the presence of the Almighty God. They knew no shame of sin, and sin didn't, until they sinned, sin didn't have an open door. The enemy didn't have an open door to penetrate into that secret place of the Most High. See, the secret place isn't when you just shut your door and go to pray in a closet. The secret place is wherever you go if you're in communication and you're constantly aware that God's with you and you're in communication and you're living and abiding in his presence without sin. But sin is an open door for the enemy to get into that secret place, to penetrate and uh, affect you, but... He says, if you make the Lord your habitation, if you make the Lord your abiding place, he'll shelter you. You'll live under the shadow, and nothing will by any means hurt you. So often, you know, I mean, you wonder, you know, um, you look at the trouble people see, and and even even in Christians' lives, and, and it's like, you don't want to wonder, but you do. Why did that happen to them? You know what I mean? Like, how, come, how can this happen and this and that? Well, first of all, God never said there wouldn't be trouble. And I don't believe for a second God's left anybody. He wants to help each and every one of us, and he's no respecter of persons. But, and, and, and you can't always say that that person's in sin. However, that person might not be abiding in God's presence, which is in that shelter of the Most High. See, it's in his presence when we make his presence our home on a day-in and day-out basis, we're in that shelter. It's like a bomb shelter. We're in a shelter. God's feathers and his wings cover us so that nothing shall by any means hurt us. His angels are there to guard and protect us so we don't even dash our foot against the stone. I think and I believe that God's revealing to me that if we'll walk, truly walk in the Spirit by staying in God's presence, not just coming to church and getting in God's presence and, oh, man, it feels good. No, you can walk in the Spirit. You can stay with that spirit upon you to where, I mean, this is possible that you wouldn't even dash your foot against a stone because he'll actually lead you and guide you right around that stone. I believe it 110%. Now, I'm not downing anyone who's ever had an accident or anything like that, but the thing is, I believe that God set it up so we could avoid things like that that could possibly penetrate our secret place. But sometimes if we get ourselves to where we're so busy and we're just walking about, you know, throughout life and then we kind of go into our secret place and spend time with God, God's presence is there, and then we leave that. And that's not the way life was supposed to be. We were supposed to be continually walking and talking like they did in Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. A continual presence of God. Continually in that secret place. Continually under the shadow of his wings, 
in his protection to where his angels are always there ready to you know, lift us up if we're going to dash our foot against the stone. That even if trouble tries to come, he's with us. And he'll never leave us nor forsake us. So he's with us and we're abiding with him and we're walking with him and we're talking with him and nothing will by any means hurt us. And it started to make sense. I see now how no weapon formed against you will prosper. All who rise against you will fall if you'll make the Lord and his presence your habitation. Because what is there to fear when God's near? What is there to fear truly if you're actually living in God's house? I wouldn't be afraid of the terrors of the night. I wouldn't be afraid if 10,000 are dying around me when I've got the great I am and I'm living in his wings, in his shadow, and I'm in his secret place that no devil can penetrate. That's how we, the children of God, the children of glory, could walk on a daily basis if we'll make the Lord our habitation. And so, you know, often... Um, I'm not, you know, I've been through stuff. You know, there is trouble out there because the enemy is like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. He is going to try, if he gets you to open that door an inch, he'll kick it in and run in and take a mile. <laughs> you know, if you give him an inch, he'll take a mile. I always taught in um, junior highs and high schools. I was an abstinence teacher for... Um, the government, actually. <laughs> huh? Bethany Christian Services, but it was a government-funded program. And I would go into these schools and teach these youth that you can't give any place. You can't even entertain a thought. I Really, I was teaching biblical principles without speaking the scriptures. <laughs> and how if you give, you know, an inch, it's going to be a whole lot harder than if you just don't ever open that door. <laughs> And the enemy, he is not any kind of gentleman. He's not going to come knocking at your door. He's seeking who he may devour. He is going to try to test and try and see if you won't let him in that secret place. See if he can't get you out from the shadow of the Almighty. And so I believe that God is revealing to me that we can live under constant protection now, we love to claim the word of God. No weapon formed against me will prosper. All who rise against me will fall. But according to Psalms 91, it's only if you make the Lord your hiding place. You make him your shelter. I believe that he'll heal and restore and, and help us, you know, clean up the, the messes we make. But I also believe, according to the word of God, that there's a place in God where we're in this hiding secret place under the shadow of the Almighty where we don't even have to dash our foot against a stone because we're so in the spirit that he is just constantly leading and guiding and actually directing our footsteps that they're ordered of the Lord. But when we see trouble, when the enemy comes in like a flood, that the Lord actually will raise up a standard against him, it doesn't have to affect you 
like it would someone else. I see someone else in such turmoil, and I've gone through similar things, but yet I'm like, how come it hasn't affected me like it's affecting them? I just see it all over them. It's because the Lord's my hiding place. I see, he says in his word, the similar things are attacking. 10,000 are dying around you. But nothing will by any means hurt you. Why? Is it because God, you know, acts with favorites? Absolutely not. It's just that those who will make the Lord their hiding place, that this is my abiding place. This is my habitation. God's presence is my habitation. And for Adam and Eve, it was their clothes. And they were protected, and it wasn't until they opened that door to sin they came out from under that protection, that hiding place, the protection of his feathers and his wings. Isaiah 54, 17 is where he says, No weapon formed against us will prosper. All who rise against us will fall. It sounds a lot like Psalms 91 where he says you don't have to be afraid of the tears of the night nor the arrow that flies by day. You do not have to dread the diseases that stalks in the darkness, the things that are affecting you know, the world, nor the disaster that strikes in the midday. Pretty much anything that can happen morning, noon, or night, you don't have to fear. Though a thousand fall at your right and 10,000 at your left and people are dying all around you, these evils, when under the shadow of the Almighty, when abiding in that secret place in God's presence, they cannot touch you or hurt you like they would those who are falling all around you. It's not because God's a respecter of persons. It's just simply because you're abiding in a secret place and they choose not to or don't know. The Bible says you can be destroyed for a lack of knowledge. I believe there's a hiding place in God, a secret abiding place. I mean, why wouldn't there be, you know? He wants to protect his children from deadly disease, from the terrors of the night, from the things that strike in the noonday, from things that are going on all around us, all over the world, the terror. He wants to protect his children. And the only way you're truly protected is if you allow him to cover you with his wings. Psalms 91.5 says, don't be afraid. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. It doesn't mean it's not going to try, so you might go through some stuff or some troubles because the word of God says that. But he says, he'll be with you. Amen. When the disciples went through the storm, I know I use this often, but it's so true. You'll go through some stuff. When they went through the storm and Jesus was with them, they felt like they were going to die. They were actually in the presence of Jesus. And you know that it's the same thing with us. When you abide in his presence and you're in the presence of Jesus, you really don't have to fear, even though it might feel like you're going to die. Because the enemy's trying so hard to come against you. They didn't die. They fulfilled what God told them to do. They crossed over to the other side. They went through that storm and ended up doing exactly what God told them to do. That happens, and you can come through 
a fire. You can come through storms in life. You can get through a lion's den. You can go through, uh, you can get through a wall, jump over a wall. I mean, with God with you, no weapon is really going to win. No obstacle is too big for our God. But we have to make him our abiding place. That's how he created. I mean, the first man and first woman, he created them to live and abide in his presence, in the shadow of his wings, in the shelter of the Most High. It was when sin got in that they came out from that covering and the enemy was able to attack and, and, and cause you know, their lives to be shortened and cause deadly disease and, and, and murder started getting in there and, and, and um, pride and, and all kinds of sin. But if you will strive to stay in God's presence, He'll make sure you don't even dash your foot against a stone. That's how much he cares about you. There's a place that we can live that the enemy just cannot win. Amen. He cannot penetrate. He cannot win the battle um, when we make God's presence our abiding place. John 10.10 is where the word of God says, The thief comes. Yes. To kill, steal, and destroy. He's gonna. He's just letting us know. But I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So, Lord, how is that going to happen? I mean, the thief's coming. How am I going to have this abundant life? How am I going to enjoy the things that you intended for me if I'm going through all this? He who makes the shelter the presence of God, your abiding place. You abide under the shelter of the Almighty. He covers you with his wings. So when the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, he cannot get into that secret place. Amen? In Romans 8, 28, he says, I will cause, and I know we love to claim the scripture, but this is true if you're making God's presence, your abiding place. I will cause all things to work together for the good to those who love me and are called according to his purpose. I believe right there, because listen, I will cause all things to work out for you because you love me and you're called according to my purpose. I believe there's an assumption here that those who love him will make his presence their abiding place. If you love him, you want to be with him all the time. And so when you're with him all the time and you're abiding in his presence, he's going to make sure things work out for you. You're going to be hearing from him very clearly. He's going to lead and guide and direct your steps very clearly. You're not going to miss a thing because you're not ever out of his presence, or out of his will. When you're in his will, he'll lead and guide and direct your footsteps. You're always listening and always waiting to hear the next step. And unless I have heard God tell me to do something differently, I'm going to stay on the course that he put me on. Because I want to stay in step with the Holy Spirit so I don't dash my foot against the stone, spiritually or naturally or otherwise. 
I want to make the I want to please God. I want to stay in his presence. Whenever you displease God or get into disobedience or get into sin, you come out from under that covering like Adam and Eve did. I looked up the scripture, I mean the the definition of habitation because it just the word kept coming to me that another word for, you know, abiding or making the shelter, you know, his presence, your shelter of the Most High is habitation. It means to live in a particular place. We need to make God's presence our habitation, to live in that place, not just get into God's presence. We should be living in God's presence. Amen? Psalm 71.3 says, David understood this, and I think this is why... He got out of God's presence, by the way. You knew that. (laughs) But he learned, and he said, Be thou my strong habitation where I may continually resort. You can rest in the shelter of the Most High. You could take it easy. You can, I think of a vacation when I hear resort. (laughs) I can go and relax when I'm on a resort. When you're in God's presence and you make him your habitation, you can rest under the shadow of the Almighty. You can resort. If you're going through turmoil in this life, you might have missed a step and stepped out of that resting place. I encourage you, step back in. Get in God's presence and stay there. How do I stay there? Stay in God's will, number one. Don't, don't do anything that's displeasing to God. If you do, the minute you do, repent and get right back. And then just stay in communication with God. Paul said his praise is continually on his lips. That he prays without ceasing. That means he's just in constant communication with God. That means when you're talking with someone, aren't you in their presence? I know nowadays you're kind of like, you can do long distance and stuff. But when you're talking to someone, usually you're like, in their presence. I'm talking to you. I'm in your presence. So when you're continually talking with someone, that means you're continually with them. And you're making them your habitation. You're making them your resort, your resting place. Amen? In Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your path. When you're trusting God and you're leaning on him and you're living and abiding in his presence, he takes care of you. He keeps you from harm. And when you trust in the Lord and you're abiding with him, you follow his ways. You listen to his instructions. Amen? It's, I think that he made it so much easier than we know. It's just that we try to live our life, and then we try to be holy as he is holy by just, like, getting into his presence at different seasons in our lives. No. It's not about a season. It's about a life. We're to be living, walking, and talking, and a Abiding with God. I will be their God. They will be my people. I will walk with them. I will dwell among them. 
That was his plan. Just like Adam and Eve. Amen? In John 14, 23, Jesus replied, All who love me will do what I say. My Father will love them, and we will come and make our home with each of them. When you love God, it means you'll do what he said. That's love to him, is you're listening to him. You're doing what pleases him. And if you'll listen to him and do what pleases him, he said, me and my father will come and make our home with them. You'll, you'll, you'll be in his presence. You'll be under the shadow of the Almighty, under the covering of his feather and his wings. Amen? It's exciting. I'm excited. I want to live in God's presence. I want to abide under the shelter of the Most High, under the shadow of his wings. So what am I going to do? I'm going to make sure not to give place to the enemy. I'm not going to give. I'm not, when he comes a-knocking, I'm not going to answer. I'm not going to give the devil any place. The Bible says give the devil no foothold. Don't even open it enough to stick a foot out the door to see what's going on. <laughs> because I don't want to come out from the shelter. Shelter of his wings. Amen? Ephesians 4, um, 25 through 31. Let's turn there really quick. I'm trying to stick to our power, and I see John and Jeff back there talking about it. I don't want to leave you guys hanging, though, here. Ephesians 4, 25 through 30. I don't want to blast you here, but this is what the word says. (laughs) He says, this is the stuff that's going to get you out of the shelter of the Most High. Let me just say that, okay? And he says, if you love me, you'll do what I say. So he's telling you not to do this stuff. So be obedient if you want to stay in his presence. Stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbors the truth, for we are all a part of the same body. Don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry. Forgive, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. If you're a thief, quit stealing. Instead, use your hands for good, hard work, and give generously to others in need. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words are an encouragement to those who hear them. And do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit. He says, if I didn't cover what your sin is, just in any way, don't give sorrow to the Holy Spirit by the way that you live. Remember, he's identified you as his own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. So because of that, live for him. Please him. Get rid of bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, slander, all types of evil. Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Christ Jesus, has forgiven you. You want to stay in the shelter of the Most High. You want to know how to be a success in life. Do you want to know how he loses his angels to protect you from even dashing your foot against a stone? Don't get out of God's presence by getting in to sin. Don't get out of God's presence by entertaining even the thought of any of this stuff. It's not worth it. 
Because you make yourself a target for the enemy. He will come like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. He is seeing and testing and trying to see if you'll step out of that hiding place to see if you can get away with a couple things. You won't. Because you'll get hit. Get into God's presence. Live in God's presence. Abide in God's presence. And he says, if you'll do what I say because you love me, me and my father will make our home with you. I want to live with God. I want to live in his presence where I'm protected. I might go through some stuff, but I know that no weapon formed against me will prosper because I'm living under the shelter of the Most High. Amen? I think it's so exciting. First Peter 5.8 says, Be sober and be vigilant because your adversary the devil is like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. If you don't want to give place to, or you don't want to give place to him because you want to keep that shelter a secret place. <laughs> you want to keep, you know, hiding and not let the enemy know where you're at. So that's what I want it to stay is a secret place. I want to make my home in God's presence where it's safe. Amen. So that's my encouragement to you tonight. Stay in the hiding place. Stay in the secret place of the Most High. Abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Live under the shelter of his wings and his feathers. That is the place to live in God's presence under the covering of his glory and his power so that you don't even dash your foot against the stone so that when the enemy comes and trouble comes, ten thousands may die around you. Nothing will by any means hurt you. Why? Because you're special? No. Because you abide with the Almighty. Amen? Do it. Apply it. It will work for you because it's God's presence. Nothing, the enemy can't stand in God's presence. He can't win. Amen? That's where God wants us to live. I, I'm, I know it because you see how he created Adam and Eve just to live and abide and communicate and fellowship with God. That's how we were supposed to live. So I encourage you to do that. Let his praise always be on your lips. Pray without ceasing. Day in and day out, wake up with praise on your lips. Go to bed with praise on your lips. Worship God all day long. Pray in the Spirit all day long. Talk to the Holy Spirit. Thank Him for being with you. If you sense that you kind of forgot that He's there, oh, Holy Spirit, how's your day going? You know, just instantly get right back into His presence. Stay there. You can go about your day doing the things you need to do, but constantly be aware that you're under the shadow, the shelter of the Most High. Father, I just thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, that you want your children protected from these attacks and these deadly diseases and, and these things that are coming morning, noon, and night against the world. Father, I just pray for your protection, that you lead us and guide us by your spirit into your presence so that we can make this, your shelter of the Most High our secret hiding place under the shadow of your wings. Father, I just pray that you'd guide us by your spirit to live 
and abide, make our home, our habitation, your presence. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen.